salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 122 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. And 2017 was a great year for movies, and we thought we would take a moment to talk about them. Here to join the discussion are friends of the show, Caleb Masters with Cinematropolis and Gino Younger with Oklahoma Ghostbusters. Guys, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for having me again. Uh, So... 2017. Uh, I, you know what, Caleb? Why don't we start with you? Quite what did you for think of 2017? Um, so I'll keep wait <laughs> in movies. Be in movies. Well, here's the thing. Gone around here's dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the ironic. I was just talking to a friend last night. I was like, God, 2017 was an amazing year. If it wasn't for you know the real world, <laughs> I was like, movies and video games are the best they've been in like forever. Uh, All the fictional stuff. Yeah, was I'll second that. I'll second that. The theater. 2017 ruled. I actually yeah. thought, and this is as a person who covers news on a regular basis I actually thought that 2017 would be a good year for movies and I think 2018 is going to be even better I hope so because when the world is kind of crappy <laughs> movies tend to be a little bit better oh yeah um, it's because because well there's the escapism sure mm-hmm. um, and I think that finally we've gotten back you know when the world's going okay you can have gritty depressing Batman yes. but you know we can't have we why are you looking at me I don't know it's but almost it's, like I have Batman opinions yeah. <laughs> no, it's almost like you have opinions uh, about Batman well we Batman did have a crappy movies? Batman movie this year so there's, there's that but now, uh, <laughs> and, and actually to get to that I, there are some we movies I did got. not get to see oh, yeah, and Justice I, League was one of the movies that I did not and it's one of the ones my wife actually wanted to go see but every time we tried to get around to it, my son was sick. We couldn't get to it. It was zero degrees, you know, outside. So we did, right, we yeah. did right. also get the second best Batman movie ever, though this year. See, we did, and I okay. So which was that? Lego right. Batman. Lego, Lego Batman. Batman's pretty good. Lego Batman. Batman was fantastic. Is that a Batman movie though? Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. You may be thinking it's of all the we Lego have, movie. No, I'm Gino, saying, like, don't take it from us. Yeah. I'd call it a Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is a Batman movie. I, yeah. My only problem with it was who it, else's movie it, would it be? Yeah. I, I mean, is it? It's not the second best one, but it is a Batman movie that's it's very, very good. You know, if Adam West's Batman movie counts as a Batman movie, I think Lego Batman. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Lego Batman. Yeah. What is the name Third of that? Like, what is the name no. of the, the, that? There's an actual name for that Batman movie. Lego Batman. Uh, no, no, no. The the Adam West. <laughs> the Batman movie. Oh, is it just yeah. called the Batman movie? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was uh, called something else. But yes. Yeah, so I just know Netflix has almost all the Batman movies now, and I am living in a realm of happiness. Oh, there yeah. you go. Now, see all when. Well, the, that'll change when you watch most. The, the of image well. of the image of Batman Forever is still one of yeah. my favorites. I don't care what anyone uh, says. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, no, I think um, 2017 was an excellent year. I think uh, 2016. I'm not gonna lie. It was a real tough year to cover movies yes. we got we got a lot of really great things at the end of the year but man it was one of the 2016 summer 2016 was one of those summers where you're like why am i covering movies it's this is if i see yeah. one more blue beam firing into the sky this year i am going to go <laughs> bonkers uh but 20 2017 was a, a big change we had a lot of great blockbusters you had uh i mean earlier in the year we had like logan we had you know all the superhero mm-hmm. stuff was pretty good mm-hmm. uh, by and large because uh, you had spider-man oh, yeah. um we had thor ragnarok at the end of the year uh <laughs> dunkirk was still a blockbuster film from christopher nolan world war ii film like i think blockbusters were great the big budget temple stuff that we we all go out and see and, all the time and worth it this time a lot of times blockbusters uh get a lot more hype yes than they should yes and so this year was the year where the blockbuster actually paid off in the right. theater 
got Blade Runner 2049, a sequel Another 35 years seen. in the movie in the, in the yeah, making. Yeah, yeah. And for Another me, one. I was like, holy crap, not only is this movie amazing, it's better than the original. <laughs> it's like, so, Whoa. yeah, it was a, I know, and that's a tall, that's a, those are big shoes. Rare. I mean, listen, there is a, there are only a handful of sequels oh, in yeah. the history of sequels sure. that you can say this about. And for one that was 35 years in the making that nobody wanted or asked yeah. for. Yeah, and that was, like, that was the weird thing. When that one, one was guy. in talks, I was like, really? They're going to do it? Why? And then they, Why? And they, but then yeah. they announced, well, Villeneuve, the guy who directed Prisoners and uh, uh. Sicario and like all these other movies. I was like, these are good movies. And it's like, and starring Ryan Gosling. I'm like, I, I mean, I like yeah. the gods yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. you know? And then I was like, okay, I, I, I don't want this movie, but if you insist that it exists, yes. you've got the best people working on it and it, it didn't disappoint. So, um, but we also had a lot of really good, uh, really. It was a great year for horror. Get Out was like the the amazing. Yeah. I think story. Gino has some Gino opinions. Looks very <laughs> well, because it made it made tons of money uh, off of a low budget, and it was, about, yeah, it was actually about it was actually about something that's really relevant to 2017. Uh, you want to expand on that, Gino? Yes, hypnotism. Um, <laughs> hey, I still haven't seen it, so let's uh, tread lightly for our tre- spoilers. Tread lightly. Um, it's a great movie about being uh, the, about the uh, African American experience in in the post two thousand world, where racism is very much still alive, but it's it hides beneath the surface the surface uh, of kind of uh, liberalism. Anyway, there's a lot of I love that movie. There's a lot to say there. It, it does see that's the thing about the films this year. A lot of them are still because of the world we live in. They're not necessarily, That one's a little more political, but a lot of films that normally would not be in the political conversation. They 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 bring they up become political the, conversation. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, Get Out was pretty pretty well, heavy. No, the I was sold on the idea of Get Out when you start talking about social horror. Yes, yes, I mean, because because uh, I'm pretty over. The idea of uh, torture porn. No, it's not. Oh. That at all. It's I mean, not you know, like the, the no, obvious. But I yeah. mean, like, like I, I, I wound up in this art house horror conversation with friends of mine because I was like, I don't really understand what I'm supposed to want from <laughs> horror movies at this point. And but the idea of social horror of like, let's just put it on the label that we are going to talk about how society is, in fact, horrifying and then turn it like into a into a place where I can be uncomfortable for people that I maybe would not necessarily like mm-hmm. like I am not African American. Mm-hmm. Please viscerally put me in a place where I can where you feel it yeah. without without you know, actually you know, having to that, be yes. that is the horror sure. uh, yeah. aspect. That's fascinating. That's it was great. It was great. I and would it, like to see it, more. And it was mm-hmm. it was good because when I did a my, my review on it, I did it with uh, Laurent Chapman. I think you guys spoke to him recently. One of the directors. Mm-hmm. Oh of yeah, Monica. yeah. 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 Well, and, and it was really great because we reviewed it. And he just talked a bit like when we got into our kind of spoiler conversation. He just like we just broke into his experience. He's like talking about yeah. That's there's like a scene where he goes to a party where all the family members are there. He's like, "This is so freaking real. I can't tell you how real this feel and uncomfortable feeling is, and how you're like on edge the whole time. But you also have to be polite because you don't want to offend them yeah. for offending you. It's like this weird thing. And I think the movie breaks it down. Uh, maybe Gino, maybe you didn't think it worked as a horror film. I do think even if it's not the most horrifying film from a scary visceral thrills. Type of thing. I, I do think it's got a lot of really interesting things to say. Gino, I do. Don't what, 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 me. Yeah. What are your thoughts on I, Counterpoint? I, I, <laughs> Gino. I thought it was an amazing movie, and I never, ever, ever want to watch it ever again. I have, I have so many best. movies that I feel that way about. It's like it was delight. It was a wonderful experience. I never, ever, I'm ever wish to repeat. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I didn't know it was a horror movie going into it. <laughs> That's reasonable. Well, and here's the thing. No, no. To be fair, though, the trailer. Okay, I'm not going. Oh, the trailers for this movie were terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I, I watched yeah, yeah. it. I, I was that. not going to see this movie, and then because the trailer was so bad, but then all of a sudden the reviews are rave. 
And people I respect are saying, you've got to like, see, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess so. And I guess it's a horror film. So I did a little bit of research before I went into it. But mm-hmm. I was like, based on the marketing, though, I never yeah. would have. It looked well, more like a weird well, comedy. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and Jordan Peele. Okay. I was right. going right. to say, right. Jordan Peele gets movie. me in the door. And for him, and you're to, expecting to laugh. Well, funny. I I saw a different trailer, like because I I, I came <laughs> after to, opening weekend when well, they figured out. I they think so. To I think I, I think right. I saw that after after weekend, but I did know just based on the press I'd read that he he was delving into horror. Yeah, and that was enough for me to headcock and be like, okay. And I I mean. Key and Peele have my whole heart. Right. So, like, but the fact that he was delving into this very smart, very against type genre was enough to get me in. And then seeing that trailer and realizing what the specific horror involves, I was firmly in. There's a related thread that I don't want to lose right quick. Where did you have this conversation with Laron? In my. My dining room podcast oh, studio. Okay, in but it's on a podcast. Yes, on a, on a podcast. You can you can uh, you can listen to it. Yeah. Where is that thing? Uh, it's you can find it on goodtrashmedia.com. I can link it. Send you guys the link so you can okay. find yeah. it. Yeah. The, the reason I ask is because yes, because Lauren we had on last week and I saw the trailer for his upcoming movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is about an African American teenager. You, you people, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's you know grown up in a uh, adopted by a white family, and so I'm I'm. I can see that Laron would have things to say about Get Out that I'm very, I mean, very interested in hearing because mm-hmm. he's kind of in a very different way, but grinding similar. He's got things yeah. to talk about. He's got mm-hmm. art to make on that subject. So yeah. I would like to hear what he has to say about that. Okay, great. We'll put links in them show notes. <laughs> just yes. didn't wanna, I just didn't want to lose that thread. No, 100%. And can we please have more of that conversation? I think like, so. Can we please yeah. have more people well, making and art nice. about that it would be nice. Particular I think place. that this this 2017 was definitely a year of the woman. I'd like to see more movies yeah. in 2018 deal yeah. with mm-hmm. issues of race and because they haven't gone away. And a lot of people are using <laughs> that as an excuse. Look, we had a black president, therefore race Racism must be dead. Is like, clearly that is, that's the movie. That's a line in the movie that, like, the, the parents of the family that the, the boyfriend's visiting, they said, we love racial diversity. We loved Obama so much, we would have voted for him a third time. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's, right. That does not mean that we are in a post-racial world. Yeah. And exactly. you can especially yeah. tell it when people walk down with tiki torches and, oh my. you know, in, yeah, in Florida. I, I have to say one thing. Leron has one of the best... Radio voices, he does. In right? The world. I messaged him on Facebook. I was like, I, "Remember that that project I was talking about, poetically metal? I was, can you, can you would do? You read yeah, me? would you read so, one for okay. me?" Okay. So first thing, I, I the first time I ever talk about Laron, we talk, we do a doubleheader last year. We we do reviews on Moonlight and La La Land, which of course last year that were, those are the two front runners for Best Picture. Uh, Again, if you want to hear more of Laron talking about this thing, also look at his talk on being a gay black man. Uh, and you know, in film, like how that works, mm-hmm. because that's that's what Moonlight's touching on. So anyway, we had we had those interviews, and the the, uh, the Moonlight one was the first time I'd ever like sat down and talked to him. Mm-hmm. He had done like two podcasts ever before oh, that. Wow. I was like, you're what? like how? you were born to you're, do yeah, this. Yeah, thing. Exactly. Really was because that I, and read audiobooks. Yeah. Yes, I I, I preferably do wanna, like bedtime stories. I do want to <laughs> get on to other other movies because I want to get on yes. to Logan. Yes. Oh, Logan. Um, I have mixed feelings about Logan. I um, don't. Well, it's it's very... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear well, your... Well, first off, I want to know, 
is in the realm of obviously it's the best Wolverine movie. That's easy to do. Yeah. We saw the first two. Um, how does it how does it fit your comparison to all of the other just X Men Fox movies? Where where does it land? poetically good ending for at least that first generation yeah. of X-Men for me anyways with Professor X and Wolverine because I mean stuff. If, if you're if you're they talking kinda just you know yeah they, if you're talking stopped. about X-Men as far as like uh, first class uh, was was really I really bad. don't like first class that much um, so weird oh really and and <laughs> so so where does so is so is Logan the best of so, all of yes. the Lo- Fox? I think huh. yes Magneto. X-Men so 1, X-Men 2. Different. It is so different right. from the rest of them and is so not trying to be a superhero movie in mm-hmm. any way yes. that I almost feel weird trying to rate it with in terms movies. of like uh, that's so what is, is it a Batman movie? Is this is what you're saying? Shane better or it's a worse it is. than it's a, Western. a New Hope, right? Um, like they're hmm. not they're weird comparisons to make. It is a noir western. So, Logan yeah. is a yeah. noir. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. would shudder to even call it a Wolverine movie. Whoa. It's it is it is a road trip western that yes. happens to star Wolverine, Wolverine and Professor X yeah. in X-23. Yeah. And X-23. The yeah. first half hour was and, riveting. And, and, and deal, and deal yeah. with Did you fall asleep? And, yeah. No, my wife came home and she wanted to watch it too and now we haven't watched it and we oh. ended up Oh my God. I feel So my, my beef with Logan is the fact that it. I don't think it needed an R rating. I don't. She throws a head at a guy. Okay, there's, I've, again, it's awesome. I've seen this kind of, but I've seen this kind of violence on basic cable. AMC, okay. Uh, okay. the Into the Badlands. That's true. Th- it, that kind of violence Maybe. is all over that. And now I'm the reminded of your specific The only reason it's got an R rating right problem. now is because it's got cussing, mm-hmm. and it's got that one moment where the woman flashes her boobs. Um, I, Which is PG-13. I'm pro dirty words. I, I, I am pro dirty words. The boobs was a little unnecessary. Because like, it doesn't always function as anything other than to show how gritty the world he's in is which yeah. I, I mean i don't think it's useless but i feel like every oh, time i watch it i'm like yeah. i forgot like i'm sitting over here trying to remember yeah. that but it was way it's in the limo i remember that first scene i you know uh michael i thought this was uh one of the it was the best superhero film of the i'm not saying it's the most important i'm saying it's the best superhero movie uh that came out this last year sure. i thought so that's fine that's um, yes. because this is a this is a more mature this is more in line with what christopher nolan did with batman and the dark knight where but he better where he takes uh um, maybe, maybe. No, I, I, think better, I, I think it's better than the Nolan Batman. I haven't landed on that one yet, but I do think it's in that same where he's where they're it's looking at. Definitely better than one of but them. But here's here's where here's where my problem is. You take this movie, you take Logan, which I you I think arguably could be said the best superhero movie of of 2017. Probably the best of of all of the Fox. Wouldn't call it a superhero movie, but okay. Yeah, Fox, well, but like I, that's I, the trick. Well, it has people with powers in it, not a superhero. That depends movie. on how you define superhero. But anyway, it, it, it yeah. has, I have it has, one. Of it has those. superheroes in it. That's, no. that's uh, that's uh-uh. uh, no no. Understand. It's got people with powers. I'm but I'm but I'm. That's why I'm saying it's that is how good of a movie it is. I think it goes yeah. beyond your typical superhero. It transcends movie. the so genre. You yeah. put this movie on TNT. You're gonna have to bleep out the the cuss words. You're going to have to take out that gratuitous boob flashing scene. Which you don't need to do anything with the violence because again, yeah. it's basic cable yeah. and they can show as much violence as they want. Hmm. Is it still a good movie? Yeah. 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 Of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Then take it all out. Um, Make it PG thirteen so I can take my son to it. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't agree. I don't know if I agree with Here's that. Here's the, the I'm just saying yeah. that I, I, it all I becomes then if, if you if you don't need if you don't need it, if it can be taken out and still be a great movie, then it is 
frivolous. But the thing is, Wolverine. All is you're doing is making it R-rated to make it R-rated. Yeah. Because okay. Because now, I don't think we can deny that there is some portion, some percentage of marketing choice yes. in making yes. it R-rated post-Deadpool. Yes. yes. But I don't think that I can take that all the way to that it should be a PG-13 movie. I just, I would love to have, I would I don't think, love, I don't and, and then I especially when they're talking about making a Star Trek movie that's going to be R-rated with. Yeah, well, uh, that's not going to happen. Well, I think especially with Tarantino, children. That's going to fall apart. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I yeah. I am more lenient with violence than I am with sexual content. How American and we are! Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, remember that is. That's gratuitous I, violence is okay as long as there are no any naughty words. That's right. <laughs> and like I cuss like a sailor in front of my kids, and I tell them those are grown up words. When you're older, you can use them. I'm grown. I just I say when them. you stop giggling, you can. Use them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm out. But <laughs> then when I, you can use them appropriately. But like. The, this is a theory that I've had since I was like 10 when I was in church every day, except for on Tuesdays, where I'm like, why is cussing bad? Because society tells us it's bad. Innately, innately, no word is bad. And so, like, I just, it's like, I'm like, I tell my kids, societally not okay for you to say these words until you're older. So, <laughs> I, I, no, Michael, I definitely understand your, your sentiment. And obviously, wanting to take your son to see a, a superhero film or a film with superheroes. I would have taken him to see Logan. Right. But, but I will say, this is, he's not, the, this movie was not made. For no, families. no, it, it was. Is it not. was made for people like like uh, most of the people in the room here who have grown up with Wolverine and are ready to see him take on a story that's more in line with. But it would be so great is. to see who Wolverine that, is. That, yeah. have it is that. interesting. Go ahead, but that is a very interesting statement that I want to respond but it, to. It's. I think it'd be really good influence to have such a. You had such a strong little girl yeah. in that yeah. that that would be such a good influence. Laura's character, Laura's the actress who played her, is fantastic. So I'm ready for the next and Wolverine movie that is the just diversity. Her. Oh, yeah. the all new, all new Wolverine because uh-huh. she's Hispanic, isn't she? Yes. And you know, just you know, there they actually put some diversity in there, which yeah. is kind of rare yeah, for she's, she's, she's shockingly she's, rare, annoyingly and, rare, annoyingly rare. Can I also just say that at the end, like the big battle, I loved the fact that they didn't do the thing, like the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole epic team up. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it subverted so Who? many things. But that was the point where I was like, yes, you'll know this. Who was the older kid at the end? The big kid? Yeah, the one like leading all the younger kids. If he corresponds to somebody specific, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't that's, that is one of the I don't. So, oh, Josh, what, what you had? It, you had a response. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting go. that you guys say this movie that's more in line with Wolverine's character, mm-hmm. because I'm not sure I, I that I would. That. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm just. If you try, if you try to create some kind of through line for the movie version of Wolverine, I'm not sure that this is the actual lo- any kind of logical extension yeah it's um, actually I, more metafictionally no with that, the character like as he has existed it, across multiple that's what media I'm talking about though yeah no 100 yeah. percent. but he doesn't i don't know this it's not as obvious a straight line from x-men point a to through point a. oh no the Logan, movie goes right. out of its way it yeah. goes if you didn't catch it it goes out of its way to tell you the movie the canon doesn't matter the movies oh, well, are probably a bunch of made-up okay, stories that is absolutely my number yes. one favorite thing about the x-men franchise as a whole is but, that it is now just as confusing as x-men yes. comic books yeah <laughs> which is true i, that, I love that i love that about x-men but oh. I, I just the thing i like about it is it uh, it's doing it's it's a so in the same way that you have unforgiven a clint eastwood western looking back and reflecting on uh, the way same way clint eastwood himself looked back 
back on the early westerns that he starred in. You have uh, Hugh Jackman looking back on the superhero genre that he has built his career on uh, as Wolverine and kind of looking at what's wrong with it and also taking it into the next level into a darker, uh, more mature uh, direction and having us as people who have spent the last 17 years growing up with this asking, well, what did it really all mean? You know, like so, yeah. and and it's the same way Clint Eastwood does that with Unforgiven. That's why I right. on my review I call it. This is the there's the revisionist way. The term in Western yeah. is the revisionist Western. This is the revisionist superhero. But movie. wasn't yeah. Old Man Logan the 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 original? There literally could be not be less in common. No, 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 stories. not the storyline. Yeah, but but it wasn't it, it. It was a totally different Earth, wasn't it? I mean, the whole idea that 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 it was the future and, it's and continuity. yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it, forget about whiny. it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Yeah. But okay, yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> So I, it's Zootopia. I want to go to the next one. Uh, I want to talk oh, about... Wait, next. There were two that came out like back-to-back that I thought were fantastic, and that was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, followed immediately by uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> I think I Mickey think has Mickey some liked Guardians feels. Of the Galaxy. What was the second one? I missed it because the... Uh. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Oh. I haven't watched it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I, what, okay, what did you guys think of Wonder Woman? Wow, dead silence. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Okay. sorry. I, I mean, I have opinions about I it, but I don't know if anyone wants to hear them. So I liked it a lot. I, don't. I mean, it was it was. Um, Caleb, I love you for saying that. I feel um, like it was. <laughs> one of the reasons I haven't seen it is because it's DC's last grab of trying to correct things, and they have messed up so much that I don't even have, have the time. Wonder Woman. It. I fine. realized just when, come when, for the come for I, the Wonder Woman. I, <laughs> right. When, wait, let me tell you. When I realized that Wright. Wonder Woman was the first. DC movie I had seen in the theater since '89, Batman. Well, you see, like, okay, I've wasted so much money much on DC I movies. Like, even if DC it's a good movies, one, I would I, much I'm rather done. sit and watch a DC done. television show. I'd rather much rather watch the Batman, the original, uh, the animated series. Didn't like the Nolan movies. That no, I mean, oh. I'll watch them. I didn't right. watch them in the theater, and I didn't really. I don't care for the gritty I'm okay. sulky uh, the dark knight rises was awesome though because yeah. bang that was yeah, tom, tom, tom hardy was really <laughs> right. yeah tom hardy, tom hardy tom, i mean the movie is okay awesome. the movie is very okay tom hardy is amazing yeah. elevates the movie and, and right. granted and, and he Heath ledger's moment. joker oh, yeah. was phenomenal yeah. um but again the entire movies the entire series themselves never really got me enough to where i really cared but if it's finally Wonder Woman, I could go see and enjoy, mm-hmm. and I did. I think the fact that it was handled so well, and it was far separated from anything else DC had ever done, mm-hmm. uh, not far separated from anything anybody had ever done, because there were some similarities that reminded me a lot of, uh, and don't take this the wrong way, but Captain America First Avenger, the idea of going back in time and, and showing... Not, not, yeah. the, not that they're, they're the same movies. I'm, sure, I'm pretty movie. sure they. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's exactly what they you, looked at. They're like, yeah. hey, what did DC uh, Marvel first, do? Let's first do draft that. of the script yeah. was mm-hmm. in World War II because she's a World War II heroine in right. comics. Yeah. And they were like, well, she's a World War II veteran we in, on TV too. Else. I think we have. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for about three episodes, her first season, her first series was season was. Midway through the season, all of a sudden it's 1970. Becomes 1977 because they realized how much that cost. Because they realized how much that cost to 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 do a period piece on television. But regardless, yes, the BBC does it all the time. I don't want to hear an excuse. What What, what do they do? Period pieces. Oh, Oh, but yes, but this was this was 1977. Yeah, and and American television is not set up to do period Uh, pieces. BBC has been doing period pieces. They have a stockpile. Time existed. existed. So Wonder Woman, (laughs) on its own merits, 
Strong B minus superhero movie. That's that's a very generous review. Wonder I Woman? don't think so. Wait, because what do you mean wait, Caleb or I, are we grading Wonder, Wonder Woman? Um, okay, wait a minute. Someone else go before yeah, me. Yeah, no way. No, I want. I, what is an A plus? Winter are, Soldier. Okay, Winter, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Any, is there any other? Thousand is there percent. Another, is it, is there another A? Not oh, a, not uh, a plus, much to just my A. Just oh, a, another something, A. Something above. Much Wonder to Wonder. my shock, because I have revisited it, The Incredible Hulk. Which Actually, one? Actually, we were, we were discussing this Wait, which yeah. last week. No, the, not, the original not, not one. Not Ang Lee. is the Hulk. Oh, I like, I like, I like Ang Lee's better because it's I weird. I can't stand I like Ang Lee's except for the last 45 minutes and where it's, I, mean, it's not I don't know what's happening. Ang is not necessarily <laughs> right. good, but I think I like that it's really ridiculously weird. When was weird. that released? It's not necessarily good. Okay. But same okay. year as Iron Man. Point, yeah, points it's, for that. Incredible Hulk is way more coherent. Out of date. It's out of date. Okay, so. Okay, wait. All right. So an A that is not out of date. Uh. No, no, no. Any any superhero That's movie. Fine. I don't care when it, it goes back to Batman. Out of date. I think Avengers, the first Avengers movie, is like one of my top favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's an A. That's an okay. A superhero movie. But so okay. no DC movie, you think. Oh, I haven't seen them, so I can't <laughs> comment. Oh, wait. I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I think Suicide Squad's like. A C. Not good. Uh, no, no. I'd give oh, it a C minus. A, a C. How about an F? Okay. An F. Here's an why. F, but an A in soundtrack. I was soundtrack. Say, was I mean, I mean it would have been a great soundtrack if they the gave any of them more than two seconds to play. Yeah. The only, the only, the only problem, the only problem with the soundtrack great. is the reason. The only reason they did that soundtrack was because Guardians did so well. Well, and so the soundtrack. I, just, I actually bought the great soundtrack. 70s so. and 80s music, and you've won. Yeah. Well, they actually made me like rap. Which is very very hard to do. You <laughs> super like rap now because I have you stole my Squad. you stole my rap CD. So okay, here's my here's I mean, my here's my thought on Suicide Squad. We should probably hit Wonder Woman, but but right. have, it has every song you've ever liked in any movie in any movie soundtrack ever included in that soundtrack. It has Anyone? Absolutely, and they're all a montage. Go around the yeah. Yeah. in the so entire film. I, I think it's actually kind of pastiche that that happened. Like kind of like. Not good. Like it's ironically good. Like it's not good, but it's ironic it's and ironically hilarious. Good. And, and yes. like, of course, you would pick every song that's been featured in every. That other is song also show. how I would describe Will Smith as Deadshot. And, well, oh my gosh! <laughs> I have. So, I, would, I have so I, many I feels about the casting because so, I would actually add that the one things I did enjoy about Guardians Two was the fact that they used again the same type of soundtrack. But I loved the fact that it was all real world music. They used a reason for the music to be there. Mm. Rather than it being a soundtrack, they were playing tapes. They were putting on music. They oh, were yeah. inside it, it the real world music. Guardians wanted to both definitely do a much better job at integrating, integrating right. the soundtrack as mm -hmm. a part of the story versus yeah. Suicide Squad, where they're just like, people like this song, just throw it in there. Right. For this. Queen! Suicide Everybody Squad. likes Cold. Queen! Oh, oh, make a music video now. It, uh, it was like a sequence of music videos. I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy almost it has, they have nothing to do with each other. I don't know why it reminds me of it, of almost like a Knight's Tale of how they integrated yeah. the yes. soundtrack. Because yes. like they and just. And the anachronistic soundtrack. Yes. Is, is doubles like down on the that. golden years. So much fun. Well, it's like, uh, like Moulin Rouge. Dude, we will rock you like in, the, in the arena. Rouge. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I they integrated it so well. So, I, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two uh, is. It, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I was now granted I was hyped for it because I did like the first one so much. I thought it was just okay. Had a really strong opening. I thought kind of just kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't get yeah. bad. Yeah. I never got bad. I just kind of like for me flatlined. I thought, yeah. and I have this weird thing that one of my weird nitpicks is like whenever violence is celebrated in a weird way. So there's like an entire montage where young. Uh, well, 
where a certain character kills an entire ship full of other people and it's like celebrated like a really awesome thing. And I'm like, yeah. I feel yeah, when it's all set to the music, come a little bit closer. Yeah, come a little bit closer. <laughs> it's hilarious. No, I think it's funny, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like the the as, a fam- is great. Yeah. as a family film, I, though, I, I feel conflicted I did, about I did that. try to say, tell, tell my legit. son, it's like, the I, great thing about the music is none of it actually fits to what's going on, mm-hmm. but the music Yeah, it's fits. a discordant choice. The yeah. way that, yeah, the juxtaposition is... Yeah. I feel like it's okay, though. I feel like of the superhero movies that came out this year, I I I did probably like it better than Wonder Woman, but I felt like it was pretty, probably one of the le- of the. I think it was a good year for superhero films, but it was yeah. of, for me it was of the lesser on the lower end of the list. So what did uh, you guys I'm, think I'm, of Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman wins points for finally taking a female superhero yes. lead seriously. Yeah. Yes. So it wins big points for that. Yes. yes. It wins big points for. Uh, thematically for right. me it because while pretty. there is some punching at the end overall this is basically about Wonder Woman being inspirational and winning with hope and love until they get to the third yes. act and they're like crap we don't know what to do anymore right, right. <laughs> they really should have watched some Sailor Moon Crystal in there right. <laughs> well, I, but I, I am not kidding they would have known what to do to beat Ares I mean guys they, yeah. the, the, but that I mean, is one David Lewis' was, was a shocking I mean that mustache oh under that helmet was who would have thought so it wins it gets elevated by things that actually don't have as much to do it's the do. metafiction again yeah uh, it's yeah, like yeah. the fact and especially this year like it's fine it's not it's not a spectacular Spectacular superhero movie. It's, it's a, not great. It's a pretty. It's a pretty it's, mass. Superhero it's movie. the. It's the best DC superhero well, but movie. The, <laughs> but I, the bar I can trip is over so that bar. low. I know. I know. And and but that is why I. I think you're I, you're giving I think Nolan I stuff You're giving there. them participation I like awards. At this I just point. like the fact that we actually had a superhero that was again. More, oh, in the DC. Uh, was, was in DC. Yeah, that was more uh, about hope and a more about mm-hmm. and yes. not gloomy yeah. and depressing and yes. oh well, my or, the, or the, the things that Superman is supposed to represent. They actually incorporated they into Wonder Woman, right. which is yes. great. Which the, problem, the world itself that, is already yeah. so incredibly just, bad right now right. that the last thing I need to see and again. Totally. Yep. Is is a, is a movie about a sulky, you know, uh, save Martha type of, you know. <laughs> so I will, I will, I will. I, s- I think you can sum up. I mean, you're welcome. I'm sorry. Yeah, Not to say like this is the end of the Wonder Woman conversation, but um, we can thank other friend of the show, Elijah Bailey, for asking on uh, Facebook what wins between Wonder, Wonder Woman and Logan. And my answer there is the one I will stand by, which is Logan is a much better movie by far. Yeah. But Wonder Woman's more important. You guys are yeah. name dropping yeah. I think I think you're right. More and that important. doesn't make it better. It's more important. It and, really is. and let me tell you what. What I'm really hoping Wonder Woman sort of sideways does is give us a blow our minds good Captain Marvel. Hope so. so I mean, here's the here's the yeah. thing. Can important. we please? I, I don't. I, th- I think at the end of the day, I I was not a huge fan of Wonder Woman. I'm not a huge fan of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I have a lot of problems with the film, but it is super important. I'm so glad it made truckloads of money right. because if this is what it takes to get us with more women-led films, period, especially w- a women-led blockbusters, I'm all for it. Yeah. If that yeah. means if that getting, it, I do think the character deserves a much better film. But at the end of the day, if this is what it takes to get us there, I'm all about it. I think this year another trend you saw was just uh, voices, and you mentioned earlier the voices of marginalized people. Yep. Yeah. Getting Films that made a lot of money, which by the way is a big deal because at that the end of the day, the studio yeah. does not care that, about anything other than the dollar. So if we're seeing all these films starring African Americans and women uh, and people from uh, you know China, Japan, like these are these are big deal. The fact that the films led by people who are not like you know not white straight dude, white dudes, straight white dudes, yeah. like it, it's it's just signals a huge change. Right. I think Wonder Woman. 
it couldn't have come out after last year's Women's March, which, by the way, is t- a year ago today, I guess. A year ago today. Uh, uh, yeah. A year ago today. And You're then also precluding and empa- uh, giving further empowerment to women, which led to the whole Harvey Weinstein, which, again, politics aside, Hollywood is changing. And yeah. it's really exciting to be a fan of movies because of which all of it. Which is why Wonder Woman was more important. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman important. Absolutely. Definitely more I mean, important. And it's more important as in the era where we're getting superhero movies. It's not going to last forever. Right. I mean, like uh, your your this Westerns and stuff pop. lasted but, for 30 but, years or whatever. Right. The bubble. It, so I'm not saying we're that it's near over either, but we're 10 years into it and we just got our first woman-led one. Let's get some more before yeah. this bubble pops. Totally. Well, and even so, and even, even removing yourself, because I, I do think, I agree the bubble is going to pop, but here's the thing. It's got longer... It's got, it's got bigger. It's gonna have a bigger impact than just the superhero genre, though, because you're gonna see women get more leading roles in action yeah. movies and all sorts yeah. of genres. Because if a woman can open a blockbuster, if a woman character can open a blockbuster, it doesn't matter what genre. And a woman it's in. director. Can and a woman. And no, yes. more importantly, and Patty Jenkins it's getting a, a director. It's a huge, huge year. Um, right. Very exciting. And Agreed. Yeah. So I'd like to see the Wonder. Wo- I'm very excited for the Wonder Woman two, where Patty Jenkins does not have to genuflect at anything Zack Snyder. Thank you. Is doing. Yes. Yeah. She because be because right. I Thank think the you. best parts of Wonder Woman are the parts where they didn't like force her to conform to DCEU house. Yeah. Style. Another film just throwing out there what, like women led films that were really great that maybe not as many people saw uh, the Beguiled, which is uh, a uh, Sophia Coppola film. Yeah. Uh, uh, it stars. Uh, Not familiar. It's on my list. Yeah. No. It um, stars. Oh my gosh! Well, it's got Kirsten Dunst. It's oh, got. Uh, oh, it's yeah, problematic. Yeah, there's. Though. I know. I feel terrible. She was just in a Big Little Lies. What's yeah. from Australia? Oh my gosh! Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Thank you. Please cut that. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I, I do this all the time. Nothing so Nicole Kidman uh, and Colin Farrell's in there as well. It's a great uh, ensemble cast. cast. Yeah, he's the awesome he's cast. the only guy in the movie, and it's all set like on a southern plantation, and it's really interesting. It's. Man, there's a lot of written things written on the internet about the guy you should check out. But that's another film directed by a woman that I think maybe not as many people saw that was r- really awesome. There we go. Uh, uh, what I wanted to touch uh, base with Beauty and the Beast. The, oh, the live, the, 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 action. The live action. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did, you, what did you think year. of that? I loved it. And Me I too. actually filled a lot of plot holes that were yeah, in the cartoon version. And I mean, that's... I am. It was one of the very few movies I went to the theater as a kid. I, like I said, I grew up very Dude. religious and it's my never. Mo- it's, it's my grandma yes. came and she's like, I'm taking the kids to the theater. And they're like, no, but it's the appearance of evil. And she's like, I don't care. They're my grandkids. And like, she dragged us to the movies. And it was one of those few movies. And so it's very, that's one that's very close mm-hmm. to me. And then they re-released the cartoon several years back in theaters and I took my daughter to go see it. Mm-hmm. And so then they made the live action and I took my daughter to go see it. So it's nice. been like this family tradition of seeing this movie. Same and, in mine. And yeah, the, it, the scene where he Belle sings the song going princess. up the tower as she is. What did you, th- I mean, I, was, beautiful. I was floored. Because they had, the fact they done. added a song uh-huh. in there was just And phenomenal. then it wasn't out of place or, no. I mean, no. yeah, they, they, they did a and fan, it, I mean. And Belle has always been one of those characters that have been, you can be smart. You she can, reads books, you guys. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, yeah. A woman who she reads books? In a Disney movie. And, Whoa. And, and turns yeah. away the good looking guy. Then she'll start thinking. Great. 100%. There is so, JK, yeah, there JK. is so much about Belle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Belle, oh, she's Belle forever. Yeah, Emma Watson. I think there was Emma Watson. Yeah, Emma Watson. You can't, yeah. Hermione. Hermione, I mean, look, I'm not going to bother with it. 
but that's a more about me than it's about the um, movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I yeah. just super don't care. I, yeah, that's kind of the with all the Disney I re-releases. Just I I'm, just can't. But, but I appreciate that you got like a lot of people are finding value in that because mm-hmm. like for me, I'm like a single guy, so and I love the original animated film a lot. Mm-hmm. But like for me, I'm yes. just like yeah, I'll just go watch that one again. But so for, I love how you describe it as a tradition. Like well, yeah. cool. So we can go see a different telling of the same story with our mm-hmm. family because that's a story that means a lot to you guys, and that's yeah. really cool. And obviously, audiences responded. I think it was the second highest grossing movie of the mm-hmm. year in wow. 2017. Yeah. And really? To, you know, yes. give wow. <laughs> Behind Star Wars the, and then um, the yeah. main song, you know, I want an adventure in the great yeah. wide somewhere. Yeah. And with me growing up extremely constrictively religious, that was such I'm a sure mantra in my core. life growing up. And so like it was like, like I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out. I just want to get out. And like I would watch it. And I, I feel the need to bust into that. Song it does. It does. Right now. Yeah. You, just you. seeing the cartoon, right the animated series, it, yeah. the, anim- not, the animated original right. is good, but it, it's not the same as this movie. Right. It, it is. I mean, they take parts oh. from it, but there's things they, I love the fact that there are things that they do in the animation right. that you physically, humanly cannot do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they don't. Yes. Right. Like they the, don't the, the very first beginning where, where, uh, the Gaston is running across the roofs in yeah. the animated one. They don't do that. And I'm right. like, thank goodness. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to core. And they picked Do they? All I need to know is do they sing the Gaston? Because that's my favorite yes. song. Yes. Yes. The, no, the songs are all uh, in. So okay. Oh, you're getting talked oh, into it. Or, or, or ta- oh, no, I'm going to. Here's the thing. Like, I, I love the animated film so much. I've been curious. But it's one of those, like, as, of the movies that came out. It was like, if I didn't catch it. So it's just like always. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. And the young man who plays it. Gaston's yeah. sidekick uh, uh, is Lumiere. No, no. no. Yeah. Lumiere's the candle. Lil oh my Gaston. God. Yeah, that's he's, not what it is. I've no. never seen it's, it. You guys, the, 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 Gaston's the sidekick. Lafou. Lafou. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> I can't remember who that is, but that yeah. can't be. He is wonderful. But it's wonderful. It does not diminish from. No. I mean, it's a fairy tale. These can be right. told and told and told again, but it does not diminish from the animated. But it also. I think it adds to. It it just gives a different take. Yeah, I and mean, that's all. And it's delightful. And they they nailed it. They absolutely yeah, nailed it. Yeah, they nailed that one. So uh, okay. So, so Gino. Yeah. What was your Did big you watch movie of the year? What's up? <laughs> so you got some uh, thoughts, feels. I watched the movie. And not necessarily this only on Beauty and the Beast. He's in an emotional state right now because he right. had some catching up to do. <laughs> Nikki sends me a message earlier this week and says, "Hey, do you want to be on a podcast about movies in 2017?" And I had to think to myself, "Oh, I've been watching Friends and Frasier on repeat all year, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should watch something new." So I and, and you want? We're gonna talk about the fact that you've been watching Friends uh, later. <laughs> Uh, legally acquired several movies in the past few days. Um, uh, he thinks you protest too much, but okay. I started. <laughs> I started this hungover morning with Dunkirk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice light. I heard that there wasn't much Tom Hardy in it, which has put me on. No, the no, 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 no. Correction. There's not much Tom Hardy's face. Uh, no, but it's, <laughs> it's it's the icing on the cake. Killing. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a problem. Killian. See, I've heard mixed remu- reviews about Dunkirk. Really? So, yeah. what did you think of it? I. I've never had a movie hurt my feelings before. Right. This, right. Like I felt bad watching this movie. Like it, it starts like sad and it just gets sadder. Right. And you're like, had they killed a dog in the movie, it would have killed me. Totally. <laughs> okay. Too far. You guys don't want my recommendations. Oh, I, no, have, have, I have two really interesting points, but one of them is dude in the trailer when Killian Murphy is sobbing on the boat and he's like, I can't go back there. I'm like, and I'm not watching that movie. Oh, because Killian I, oh. I, I can't. So this film actually got a go 70 there. millimeter film re-release in July. Uh-huh. So that's Christopher Nolan's really, really adamant. Him and like, uh, 
Quentin Tarantino. There's several directors and a couple of other directors. Uh, well, even uh, Phantom Thread just opened on 70 millimeter by Paul Thomas what Anderson. What is that movie even uh, about? But but it's a 70 millimeter format, which is a very special deal because it's actually still projected on film film. Yes. Like and they, a lot of theaters, like here in Big Oklahoma City, Quail Springs, brought in or they rented somehow acquired a 70 millimeter projector. Um, and well, they're just just really ultra. There's like less than 200 of them in the country, like left in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that was really cool. I got to see that in the 70 millimeter. Uh, oh. Dude, it's, I don't know. I thought it was a super intense movie. And that's a movie intense. I feel bad for anyone who does not see that on a big screen. Like when uh, Tower Theater just had a show, they had like a one day only showing last yeah. Sunday. I was like, mm. I'm clearing my plans because I want to see this movie again, but I don't think I want to see it on anything that's not huge. Right. Yeah. It's a very big piece of my, spectacle. My only problem is, and, and the, the reason I won't watch Dunkirk, and I think that, that Devin kind of touched on it. I, I remember back in the early 90s, I actually, my, my, my best friend and I rented Glory, Followed by Gallipoli. Yeah. And I said, I am never watching another war movie mm-hmm. ever. It I, made me want to play a, a flight sim. <laughs> but I just, well, I, right, but one that's like all technicolor and happy. Well, there's, because, there's, oh, yeah. there's a reason. Well, the I, ending I, of it's pretty. It is. It, it ends on a pretty happy note, though. It's not like it all ish. ends in the. I uh, know it ends in the. I mean, it's not like ultimately at the end of the day. We I was know about history, to be a spoiler, but it's a history movie. History so. movie. I was gonna hey, guys, say, Dunkirk. Uh, they they escape. You World can War look II. it up. It's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It also uh, fun, fun fact. It should totally. They, if, if someone on the internet doesn't make a super cut between Darkest Hour starring Gary Oldman, where he plays. Um, Oh yeah, Winston Churchill. Winston, Winston Churchill, that, like where it's like, oh. you, like it's really interesting that they came out the uh-huh. same year because Dunkirk's be like the battle, and then all, right. and, and then, then and Darkest Hours, all the, behind, all the politics the with Winston Churchill making these decisions. It was which really I, fascinating. I, I don't hate the idea of that supercut. I want right. it. Right, that would be pretty. Yeah, good. I think that would be. And he, from the trailer, it looks yeah phenomenal. I, I, even I, I one of the things that I, since I haven't seen it, all I can comment on is the casting. Is really, really cheekbones. Yeah, cheekbones for so many cheekbones. This is a show where the ladies rock the cheekbones. (laughs) So just well, besides, you could take Tom Hardy, roll him in mud, which they actually did in a movie, and Uh, he's still ridiculously attractive. Taboo. Yeah, I mean, I am kind of Mad Max. Mad Max. He's the even Revenant. uglier in Taboo. I don't care. He's even, well, Bane. He's still sexy as Bane. He's got a... Just saying. <laughs> Cover his face. Still sexy. Bronson. Bron- oh. oh, my God. Bronson's Covered in glitter. a good movie. Covered okay, so my real anyway. test my real test for whether I can show up for literally anything with Tom Hardy in it is coming. What? Because he's Venom. I no. know. Uh, he's going to be hey, amazing. hey, gang, I super couldn't care less. <laughs> right? It's Venom. We already but had somebody Tom nail Hardy. Venom, okay? Do we need anybody but... Was it Topher Grace? Topher I don't want to say the wrong yeah. name. Yeah. But he played Venom. Like, the oh part has gosh. been done. Topher right? Grace played Venom? Venom? I think they would like a Venom movie good. without Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh no! I I, I, ha- I read all those stories because I was reading comics. In My the question 90s. is, why is this movie getting made? Yeah. Who insisted? Sony exists? needs money, and mm. like it, trying to do it without Spider-Man's the most anyway. Yeah. Opinion. No, it's okay. a no, it's bizarre. That, that's why I say on a variety of levels, it's just going to be a bunch of like. But I'll go see Tom Hardy in anything. I, yeah. I mean, that's the theory. I guess Venom is going to test that on me. Yeah, because I think I think this entire panel would make out with Tom Venom. Hardy a little, and I, I don't think Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy would have a problem with that. Like, I mean, with his <laughs> with ask first, you know. What else did you see? Yeah, what else? Did who you else see, would you, you know? make out uh, so with? So I. Uh, <laughs> who else would you make out with? <laughs> hmm. Killian. Uh, let me just double check because I'm not sure because I haven't heard anybody speak about it that it actually was a 2017 movie, but Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. What an amazing movie. We're we're back to Boyfriend Girlfriend. Yes. It was fun. It was one of my favorite Marvel movies, easily. I am not, and I everyone knows I am not a huge Spidey fan. 
Me neither. But holy, yeah. holy this crap. This movie crushed it. And the, the little reveal at the end of who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, MG. That's uh, one of my favorite scenes of the, uh, as far as like blockbuster goes, as much as there's a lot of really awesome blockbusters, <laughs> one of my just favorite, I don't know what best favorite moments though, is that scene where Peter Parker's in the car uh, with um, Iron Man. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, he's no, in, with, the, with the, 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 with the, the vulture, guy. basically. Yeah. And they're figuring like out, they're like reading each other. Mm. And it's so, Man. well, firstly, yeah, the fact, right. way, they totally blindsided me. I'm usually good at calling twists, but like whenever he opens the door, it's uh, Michael oh, Keaton. Yeah. I oh, was like right in the gut. I was coming in my seat. I for real jumped in my seat. So good. The high school when eventually Michael Keaton, Keaton three's most intense, like more intense than any other thing in that movie. I was like, right? Oh, this is yeah. What an interesting choice of casting too oh, with yeah. Michael Keaton. For Especially that since he was Birdman. He was Birdman. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and I thought was that original, was just like a little eighty nine Batman. I know he was, but I also like I felt like. That was a direct hat tip to Birdman, sure was. which was a super. I think it was. I think it was the movie. idea of putting him also in because he was the original '89 yeah. Batman that they could go. Okay, He's this is so what happens good. when he plays a bad guy. Which, of course, here's the thing: Michael Keaton, I think, is actually Batman. one of my favorite <laughs> actors of all time because of because of his abilities to go. <laughs> From from drama to comedy, to, I mean, he yeah. is amazing. So he is he can be a great guy. He can be an evil guy. He does it so well, and I, I would like to see him in more. Yeah. I also, stuff. I appreciate uh, like at the world building, like metafictional level, that yeah. that Marvel, the MCU as a whole, has finally introduced a way for there to be a bunch of two bit hoods with super weapons mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. because <laughs> Alien the MCU's tech. number one problem is a dearth of villains yeah and one reason we don't get any is because nobody is making a freeze ray and going and robbing a That's bank right. right and just giving just just injecting that opportunity in there yeah. where there like, needs well, to be I'm more Doctor horribles with freeze rays and <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shocker what yeah right <laughs> so shocker. good got it's it right. so good. and uh, the it, idea of a blue collar supervillain because that's that's right. part of the deal who's, yeah. who's been hurt by right that's he's got a by reason, ultra yeah. ultra wealthy Tony the Stark sympathy. yeah hey the, what do you know yeah. they, they actually gave him a through line that mattered and it and was that made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, you sometimes invested. you don't even get that in comic books. No you usually get, why are you a bad guy? Because Cause. I want to yeah. make yeah. money. Because I'm evil. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> most video games. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you felt for him. Yeah. So I did feel five. for him. Yeah. I did feel for him, and I felt for him Loved in it. a kind of a Tony Soprano type way yes. oh. as he is forced to, because this is the downfall of smart criminals, is that they are forced <laughs> To work with dumb criminals, yes, yes. and then they because not everybody's a smart criminal, oh, oh, and then that. and then you know he gets into a place where he has to make these like mm-hmm. kind of difficult decisions right. mm-hmm. as a blue like a much yeah. more like blue collar criminal who just happens to have laser guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it was right. it was a really yeah. different take and, on uh, the on the supervillainy in the MCU as a whole. I also enjoyed the fact that there was no. Origin story. With oh my movie. gosh! Yeah. Right. I so, if, if I tell because you, if that Uncle story Ben had gotten killed and he got bit by a spider, I was going to shoot the screen because <laughs> I am um, so overseeing that. I am so in love with this Spider-Man. Yeah. I Although love that Tom, they're playing Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. Like, oh, Although come the on. fact right. that yeah. uh, that that right. that Aunt, uh, Aunt, Aunt, yeah. Aunt, yeah. Aunt Aunt May is my age. Kind of bothers me. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're aging. 
I know. Mm. But it's yeah. also, I also really like that it's super skeevy because Tony Stark is not a good person. No. And he's no, no, totally no, no. hitting on Aunt May. Right? And on top of that, I'm hitting on your aunt. By <laughs> yeah. the way, literally worst mentor ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also my my final note on the film, if anybody can find me uh, the, the first shocker in the movie's jacket, spoilers, um, yeah. find me that jacket. I would yeah. wear the shocker's jacket. That was oh, yeah. so oh, good. My it's gosh, so reminiscent yes. of the, yes. the, the, the cartoon. Just like, ugh. Mm. Oh, so so what, have so you seen good. any other movies? Did you grab uh, some This morning, I also watched... <laughs> He was. This, I he got was up early. He was cramming. Crammed. Oh my! That is so my precious. heart hurts that from is so dear. the emotional upheaval I've been through this morning because wow. right after Dunkirk, I then watched The Shape of Water. Oh! oh. Wait, did you, you say legally? Did you say legally with an L? Ca- ca- sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for yes. all no, the uh, in law enforcement way. officers listening to this podcast, yeah. I okay. did adhere to all FBI warnings and no, got these totally. movies it's legally. Uh, that was my wink. <laughs> okay, Before so we get into it, water, oh, th- a, this is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Before we get into it, I love the little like pull-out quote I read, which was, apparently Guillermo del Toro wanted to make a movie where the Swamp Thing has sex. <laughs> and he did it. We had two of those already. Joshua watched it. So hold on. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Nikki, me. Nikki, Nikki, go ahead. This movie is fantastic because it has it has something that's very rarely represented in film, which I understand why a mute. You have a mute individual and sign language, which those that do not know, I, knew I am. You would be so hard. <laughs> those into that, that do not know, I am actually going to school for to be an ASL interpreter, and so like they had the signs correct, they had all the proper ways the 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 ASL grammar was correct. I was just blown away. I was like, fact check. I'm like, she said, have a nice day. She said, have a nice day. I'm going to tell you now. And she's so expressive. That's the best part about uh, it. Well, she does not press- speak. And, and and like you've explained yeah. to me, the, one of the biggest parts about sign language is, is expressing along with these signs. And she just tears you apart. It's, a great, it's yes. a great fit for Guillermo del Toro because one thing he's always been exceptionally good at is visual storytelling. Right. Like yes. we watched, we did Pan's Labyrinth screening sure. at the Metropolis at Tower uh-huh. last month. And what struck me was when I watched that. You I was saw like, Pan's you, Labyrinth at the Tower? Yeah, we did a, we did a special amazing? screening. We did a special screening. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. We, we had a screening and then like a panel discussion afterwards. Uh, more on that later. But, never, um, never but the thing I noticed about when I, was, when I was watching it for that event, for putting together the panel was, I mean, you can watch it with subtitles on, but if you wanted to, you could turn them off, not understand what they're saying, but still completely follow. Get story. the story. You, you won't well, get the nuances, but you'll understand what's going on. The thing is, sign language is so self-expressive, and you sure. could, like if you just have a little bit of common sense, you can be like, "Oh, of course, that's what that sign means." Mm-hmm. You know, I've shown Gino a few; <laughs> <laughs> they're not appropriate, but well, this is radio; you can do them. Exactly. She's doing them now. I got videos. Oh, wow. We're on video. <laughs> just FYI, but uh, do you know, and Come like I've me, shown him. I've shown him that, and he's like, oh, of course yeah, that would be that. So it makes sense. so much sense. Yeah. And so it's when people are like, oh, I wish I could learn sign language. I'm like, it's so easy. It's so yeah. easy. I just want to say learning is fun. Oh, Doesn't it matter is so what much it is. Fun. Learn it. It's great. Yes. It's great because I yell at my kids from across the room, and no one knows I'm yelling at them. <sighs> and like I work with a deaf guy, and me and him will talk about our coworkers right in it's, front of it's, them. It's great. Actually, the, the most amazing <laughs> thing is to actually see people talking in sign language, and yeah. all you're hearing is the slapping usually of hands. Yeah, of hands. And, um, and it's it's just amazing to see their expressions. And, because that's and, and so, okay. Without, so this is one of the things I learned in school. Six percent of what is being said is actually in yes. the word. Mm-hmm. 50, I think Zark points 50, that out. 
five percent is intonation, mm-hmm. and then sure. like forty something percent is in tone, and so it's all about your body language. And so like when you're saying I'm late, you make a you make like a face where you're like, oh god, I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I, I like that you brought up Shape of Water and it covers a mute because that film it's a film starring the people you never see in movies because you see so it stars the mute. Her best friend is an African American in the '60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saving this the swamp thing creature, which is normally the monster re- wreaking havoc on everything. And uh, it's her, not the monster. And it's not the monster. Right. No. Humanity you, is the you, monster. You, Rod yeah, Serling yes. knew it. If you yeah. watch, if you watch the oh, the opening is beautiful because it frames the whole narrative like you would traditionally frame right. a once upon a time mm-hmm. yeah but then like as and then of course the movie plays out and it's like oh clearly the it, it's michael shannon is uh, the security kind Terrifying. of like the the guys the guy who was upholding 1950s traditional values of like uh, mm-hmm. have the 2.3 kids buy the house uh, have the car um support the system that's Do the guy smooch who, the fish man the guy mm-hmm. yeah. well he's the one who wants to smash the love because he's got to do it to do his job right and the movie it's a really there's a lot of layers to that movie and it's really great because mm-hmm. I, the movie never empathizes with him but it does kind of paint him as a product of that era mm-hmm. yeah where you don't sympathize but you're like okay well it at least gives him a context yes yeah, yeah. which and is you, interesting and you do he's not evil just to be evil right and by the way michael shannon is Oh. Best generals I've ever. I loved how glorious. Like, yes. I mean, yes. Even if we don't speak the same language, we still understand the same body language, yes. and mm-hmm. that's universal throughout many cultures and stuff. Right. They've done a lot of research. You can go out there and look at. They've done a lot of research on micro expressions, facial expressions. They all a, a smile is a smile, regardless right. of where right. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, crying is sadness, no matter where mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. And so to communicate with this. I call him the missing link. I don't call him the swamp thing. But mm. <laughs> well, it's a, okay. Actually, I got it. So uh, I got an email from the studio. He is to be called the inf- specifically with this quote when writing your review or, or whatever uh, essay about uh, Shape of Water. Water. Call him specifically the amphibian man. The amphibian That's what the studio. Right. That is at least what that is what the studio the wanted us to call man. him. Okay. At least. Well, and right. so it makes complete sense to communicate with this person, thing, person with. Body language and something that can be more universal. Well, the fact that you use the word communication, they play that so much in that movie. There's yeah. music as a form of communication. There's also Russian being spoken in the movie. Mm-hmm. And if you're learning any Russian, these guys speak very clearly. So you can pick out a lot of the words like, I know what that is. I know what that is. So, I know stole. It's, yeah. it's Guillermo <laughs> del Toro and his ability to create a great film and communication right. is mm-hmm. part of that. Even with a mute, even with an amphibian man, there it's important. And 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 del Toro's always been amazing at mm-hmm. his storytelling, regardless of who he puts that in there. And, and I, I I haven't seen Shape of Water yet. I'm it's definitely one of, it's it. on my Definitely, list, but it's, I, it's, uh, I wasn't gripped by the first 15, 20 minutes. I'm like. I don't know what people love about this movie. And by the end of the movie, I yeah. totally got it. What? Mm. So out of those three, which one would you say is your favorite? Oh, good Lord. Out of what? Shape of Water, 15 minutes later, make a snap decision. We don't have much time. So I want to get to it. Okay, we'll come back to you. I can't. Okay, uh, Devin, what was your favorite movie of, of 2017? Oh, my gosh. Um, put me on the spot. And it can be even the one that was, ones we've already mentioned, too. I'm just – I oh, there were so many good things I saw. Um – Okay, what's your least favorite? What was the worst thing you Way saw? Way easier to do. Justice League. What was the worst? Did thing? you see it? I didn't see no. Justice oh, okay. League. No. It wasn't as bad as Dark you Tower. Uh, <laughs> hard pass. Oh, you didn't even go. F no. Oh no, okay. I really would have loved to your opinion. <laughs> I believe she's given it. My brother, I, my yeah, brother I and I are like, you know, that is our. We'll have a bad that movie is our night. story, and he didn't finish it. 
And he was like, don't. Just don't. It won't ruin, I, I, it, it I, won't ruin anything for you, but... I love the fact that the trailer immediately told me exactly why I'm not going to go see this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, I, I've yeah. read the books, love the nope. books, uh, nope. enjoy and, it, and <laughs> I'm, I'm not... I'm going to see it. Um, I'm still planning to see I it. I even love the, the Peter David adaptation. And here we okay. go with my unpopular opinion. The movie I liked the least this year was Ragnarok. Actually, oh, that's I, I wanted to love Ragnarok, but I did not. It didn't Taika, have enough substance Taika for me. Thor, it was Guardians of the Galaxy meets Thor. It was pretty. It was very okay. It was pretty. I would give it, it a C. Okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time wait. Out. Am I the only one who actually loved Thor Ragnarok? Time out. No, I think they're all wrong about it. it I think it's my okay, favorite. Yeah. It's the best Thor movie. Uh, Again, a bar to trip over. It <laughs> was, right. Yeah, I've got mixed it, feelings about that, but yeah, me and Caleb will talk later. Low bar. So it was ridiculous. There you go. Yes. Because it wasn't grounded in, like, it wasn't grounded in anything. No, there was no There grounded. was no. They were no, on a trash planet. There was no. no yes. There was it no. It totally gra- ignores everything that they say. If, okay, if you're going to ride the school of I love Marvel because they do all the things and the continuity, it totally, it totally. Oh, by oh, the way, uh, me and no. yeah, But anyway, I, I don't know. I, I, when by the I end, Caitlin Shet feels like she's making fun of herself. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's something I, I feel, and I'm all for throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Taika Waititi is my is my boyfriend, and I love everything he does. Well, his husband. personality is the best part of the movie too. He's yeah. also my husband's boyfriend, so that's, that's good, you know. But what I'm what I'm saying is there, and I hate I hate that I have to say this, but there was too much levity. There was oh. too much ridiculous. There were too yes. However, Jeff Goldblum. Nailed Boom! <laughs> but other than that, he does that, a very good Jeff Goldblum impression. Yes, yes. he's, he's, he's very good at being himself. I also feel like, and he's the collector's brother, right? I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the collector's he, brother. He, let you know. Yeah, interestingly, he's just a, 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 a what do you call it? He does the eternal, arena thing. Eternal. It really reminded me of Hunter X Hunter. If anyone watches anime, I. Re- <laughs> I read. I read a thing that he's actually the collector from Sometimes. 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 But sometimes my point is there's nothing to take seriously, and that oh, that's of, completely that wrong though. Undercuts I don't disagree actually. The whole movie. Now I lo- I I love diverging from you know the super serious you know as <laughs> what does he call, Tony Stark says hey you run fair like you run fair <laughs> it it, un- it does i love that it undercuts the super serious grave thor who yes. speaks and but i also think there should have been something for I do us love the to haircut. be invested in the haircut was nice and there was n- and by know. the end of the movie i wasn't invested in anything well, like, you weren't the, watching like Valkyrie was, then. Like, well, and that's the thing too. That's my other thing. I feel like Valkyrie. I feel like we needed a whole. Oh sure, a we're not going to get one of those other things. I think the introduction of a cool character doesn't mean we actually got a really good serviceable character though. Because I like Valkyrie, but she's not in it enough or does enough right. in the movie to really make me want to invest. And that's to invest the in thing. Her either. She yeah. was the one who I like had a minute investment in, but there wasn't enough yeah. her to to make me. And care. then you had this awesome bad were, guy. And it just kind of gets brushed under the rug. Well, she's cool aesthetically. She's oh, cool aesthetically. Yeah, yeah. And, she's amazing. And she, and, she's but it just also falls Loki's flat. Sister, uh, daughter. No, 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 no. no Odin's no, no. daughter. No, well, she's don't, no, no. Norse mythology and MCU. Not. I know, I know. Asgard it's, it's, got it's nothing a, to I know. do with one another. Totally, but that just kind of that, that was just a minor annoyance what? on my part. But I feel like it just I I feel like they threw 
everything out when they sh- when there were a couple of things they Guys, probably should the have other movies are too. awful well they, they, they ruined they, 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 they missed Loki who I think is actually really good in both the Thor yeah, movies this is, that is actually my yeah. my singular Ragnarok complaint is that Loki so is not good in it what did you think of the movie what did you think of Thor Ragnarok oh the exact opposite of all these things yeah. like we did get actual emotional arcs for almost everybody except for Loki who's a joke we got, we got uh, one for Thor really yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, more than in the other two. I don't feel like yeah. Loki. I don't think Thor's any different at the end than he was at the beginning. Agreed. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, no. I, yeah, no. He actually because like, he's, he's he he does not get the biggest one, which is interesting since it's his name on the thing. But I mean, that's How that would be Hulk valid. Bruce Banner there. doesn't really get anything. Who cares? Like, Nobody cares about Hulk. Yeah, that, that I was, care about I, Hulk. That didn't like, bother well, that me. That was Planet Hulk. I love the fact that I love the fact that Hulk Hulk was able to talk. I love the fact that Hulk was was hilarious. I think and I, I didn't well, like the thing is you've got to understand everyone was like, well, like, why can he all of a sudden talk? I'm like, cause he'd been that way for two years. Also, right. he could always talk. Yeah. He talked in Avengers. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's been he a He talks while. in the incredible Hulk. Yeah. And, and so I mean, I, he's not having like a, uh, uh, Algonquin round, round table conversations, <laughs> but I mean, but it was, I thought it was wonderful. Okay. So we don't have much more time. So, so somebody mentioned very quickly. I got to know star Wars. And you got to yeah. do it. I'm looking Michael, forward to the next one. Michael, can I, before we do that, because I know we're basically going to spend the rest of the time in Star Wars. I just, no, that's there, all we, I got. We have, no, we, <laughs> I just need to throw out there. I'm not going to spend, I don't want to dive into any of these, but uh, 2017, we, we, we've hardly, I honestly think we haven't even really scratched the surface. Oh, no, there was a ton of stuff. Um, so just to name off, a, just in a list form, a few of my favorites that we didn't get to really touch on. Baby Driver. Bra- Baby uh, Driver. Brawl and, uh, Cell Block 99. Free Fire. Good Time. Ingrid Goes West. John Wick Chapter Two, I very underrated. Movie. Loving Vincent, that's not playing very wide. Molly's Game, which is Aaron Sorkin's uh, directorial debut. Oklahoma City, a documentary about uh, domestic terrorism. Oh. Uh, that was uh, on Netflix. The, uh, the the uh, the bombing, uh, really great. The Wonder Woman movie this year, I did love. Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, uh, which I wish yes. more people would go see because it's great. Uh, the post Steven Spielberg's film about uh, oh, yeah, the how, the, uh, how the how uh, tr- the Nixon tried oh. to shut down the leak of the the. Yes. Um, the, pe- the Pentagon, Pentagon Papers. papers. Uh, a movie, on, even in my film circles, no one's talking about. Train Spotting 2, which is a really, really fascinating film. Uh, War Did that for come the- out? I didn't yeah. even realize. Yeah, oh yeah exactly. Yeah. It was here I heard for one, it was coming, but it was I here for one weekend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. The oh, end yes. of oh, the end God, of what I would yeah. argue is the greatest blockbuster film trilogy in the last the twenty first years. Two the were first awesome. movie. Yeah. The first. Now I got to say one thing about the the one thing I loved about that movie. It's the first movie I've ever seen that is truly told in first person. Because you have mm. no idea what's going on outside of Caesar's world. Oh yeah, the it new is one. The new one. It is. It is Caesar's world, yeah. and there's all okay. these things going on. They can, all yeah, of a sudden they can't rare. speak. They it's can't. You know, it's a. It's a biblical speak. epic about Moses taking his people it to the promised land. It was wonderful, and it was a fact. The fact that <laughs> it was. It was truly told right in first there. person, where you never get that. Always, you get this. The the camera moves to another part of the world yeah. where you get to know something that the main right. character doesn't know. Yeah, narrator know. is a really complicated conversation in film yeah. versus prose. And right, it, and it Definitely. hit yeah. it on it nail on the head. It was beautiful to do a first person story. Watch it. It's one of my favorite okay. Planet of the Year. Yeah, it was movies. it was great. It was underrated. It didn't make very unfortunately didn't make yeah. very much money. Um, sorry. Quickly listing another film that I absolutely love that almost no one was talking about. A little film by called Brigsby Bear. Uh, actually, the writer is from one of the co-writers is from Oklahoma. It's, uh, it's directed by Dave McCary. Is that uh, the one that got hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, no. 
but it was close. Okay. Uh, it did rank very well. It actually also <laughs> stars it also stars Mark Hamill in a really really interesting role. It's a movie. Go look at the trailer. It looks weird and bonkers, and it is weird and bonkers. But it's a really beautiful film about the power of cinema and how communities form around uh, even bad movies that are real great. I think it did the Disaster Artist way way infinitely better than the Disaster Artist. Um, <laughs> Lady Bird, wonderful film. Oh, that one had a Rotten Tomato until Armin White showed up. Uh, yeah. Lady Bird had 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Great coming of age story about. Uh, again women mm-hmm. uh anime film that i ne- and i never put anime in my top 10 usually even though i like a lot of them your name uh which is yeah um, yes. i saw that on your list um phenomenal thrill Fantastic. like one of the most thrilling films i saw this year like like, like literally multiple times is like i have no idea where we're going um we're gonna talk about star wars uh get out hold on one more. Oh, the big sick uh, from Kamal Nanjiani and Emily B. Gordon. Mm-hmm. They have their own podcast, or at least used to. Uh, it was called the Indoor Kids. It's yep. all about video games. Yep. You should definitely listen to it. <laughs> but these two people are some of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm so madly. In love I had with seen uh, Kamal and, and a few other things, but I never like really that invested this movie mm-hmm. blew me away a film about right, a pa- I'm, Pakistani I'm, millennial in America I cried it, so I need to write hard. this one it's down. funny I, you know, it? growing up sick. it's called The Big Sick it's now streaming it's on Amazon I had forgotten about some of these movies you listed I've been wanting to see and I had forgotten all about The Big Sick everyone was talking about I ranked it as my number four of the year and to give you an indication of what a sweet guy Kumail is is the opening weekend everyone who tweeted him that they were going to see it he tweeted them back like Aww. oh yeah he, he literally is. spent like tw- like 24 and hours you're not at following- a keyboard yeah. thanking people for going to see this little tiny movie about his very personal experience and yeah. his wife's illness. It, it's a true story. It's a, it's based yeah, it's, it's a true, true story. story. It's photos, true it's story. Beautiful. It, he even leaves and he writes himself you in. Will cry. It, and it, you'll cry, but it's so funny too. But it's, oh, yeah. it's so well, funny. Yeah, it's all the things. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Right, um, to make a good movie. Right? Sorry, okay, last so. movie I want to throw out there because I know we've got to move on. <laughs> uh, Mother, my favorite movie of the year that no one else is going to like. It's uh, one of those you love it or you hate it. It's bonkers <laughs> crazy. It is a movie that is about a lot of things that are in my wheelhouse. It's very layered and complex, but also it does not give. A, it doesn't care about doesn't you care or about your feelings. You. <laughs> it's just. It, Aronofsky had some stuff he was trying to work out and oh, he said some Darren. things he said some things that I really like he said he unintentionally said some things I also like and I just think it's a really fascinating film to watch and talk about it, anyway uh, but yeah I know we've got to move on to the big one Star Wars but I wanted I just wanted to lay out there there's no, a lot of things 15 yeah. seconds and, and here's the, here's the right, thing is, is 15 we do, seconds yeah, Star Wars we really review. do not have time because we're going to have to do that 30 Thanks. seconds who wants to do who, who wants to start Star Everybody Wars gets 10 seconds. loved it loved it it was great at the end. There I haven't seen. I have not watched it. Uh, favorite Star Wars since uh, The Empire Strikes Back, and I think it's uh, very contentious for that number one spot. And I will follow that. I think it was, and it, the fact that my wife walked out of it, and it was the first time she'd ever walked out of a Star Wars movie, and said, "I have to see that again." Wow. So mm-hmm. um, that I also want purple hair. Yeah. Forty percent fantastic. Sixty percent. Eh. There All right, go. I'm going to use my thirty seconds to do some honorable mentions because I have not watched. The new Star Wars movie? No, oh, there we go. Okay, okay. so, so uh, what Bright, a- the Bright on Netflix. I actually really, mm. really enjoyed it. I got about a, about 45 minutes into it. My wife quit, and I was like, I haven't watched it since. I really enjoyed so. it. Uh, I think you mentioned John Wick 2, which mm. I thought was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Uh, He's getting it. And the TV show is a coming. And the third movie. And uh, To the Bone, which also mm. stars Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and which is a very moving story about mental health issues and uh, anorexia. So if... 
you're struggling with that or you just want more information on the mindset of it, I think it's a good, really good way to showcase like how like people because I struggle with weight and it's something that people are always just like, oh, just eat more. Well, it's not that yeah. simple. Mental <laughs> illness. What, what, Get over what, what it. What movie is this? Uh, to the Bone. To, to the, the bone. bone. With Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves wow. is in it, yeah. And um, it follows this girl who has anorexia. And it's uh, one of the things that really started making me go, oh, crap. I really need to take care of you know myself. Because I don't, I never had an issue with eating. It was always, I'm too busy. Or I, I'm, I'm, uh, it's fine. I have something else to do. I'll, I'll eat later. Mm-hmm. But it really made it a priority because it showed where it can lead if you don't have the right thought processes when it comes to eating and taking care of yourself. So it's a really great movie to have and to identify with. And you can also see where other people are coming from as far as stance on food, where a lot of people have the opposite. I mean, it, it's the same. People who are overweight and underweight have the same problem. Mm-hmm. It's just a miscommunication with food. Usually it's malnourishment either way, whether you're yeah. overweight or underweight. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's great. And it shows, like, the family's point of view and how they don't understand. But it's And if you have anyone in your life like that, it's a great way to kind of get – they explain it in such a poetically wonderful way that it's, it, I highly, highly recommend it. Any other final thoughts? Two books. Two book plugs. John Green, Turtles All the Way Down. All the Way Down. Absolutely fantastic. And your Star's author. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Also YouTuber. Um, deals hardcore with mental illness, especially in teens, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Second, um, dude, everyone run out and read Sleeping Beauties by Stephen King and Owen King because I so want to talk about it with someone because okay. Owen King? it's his son. His son. His son. And Stephen oh, and Owen. I heard about this. Team does. NPR did this. And yes. it is like not, the, not, not it, the son we care I about. I cannot believe that I'm saying this, but Stephen King and Owen King have written the most cathartic feminist novel <laughs> that I've read all year. And it is exactly what we all needed in response to 2017. There we go. It's That's fantastic. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yes, Caleb, and I have things to plug. I, I do. It's very exciting. Sorry. Go for it. Do you want me to talk about our things? You talk about your things. Talk thing. about your our things. things. Our things. Our things, I don't want to know about your things. What have you got coming up? <laughs> <laughs> How are That's they right. different? If me too has taught us anything. Was, yeah, you set me up for we that. We don't necessarily have okay. to hear about your thing. Technically, Monday is the launch date. But oh, since yeah. you're in there, I've already discovered mistakes that I have to go fix, which is why I put it up there early. Yeah, buddy. But that's the joy of launching new things. But Caleb Masters, Josh Unruh, Batman the Animated Series podcast. Oh, I'm so excited I'm so to finally excited. get out. A literal H year the in the yeah. making. Yes, actually an entire year in the making. Yeah. A literal year in the making. If you guys do a Harley Quinn episode, you have to have Jane on. That's we, Oh, I would do a Jane uh, piece, right? Like we yeah. have, there's a lot to say about Harley Quinn, but I would like to hear... James. Like I don't want to have to her to have to have a conversation with us. Yeah, I want to just go. Jane, tell us about Harley Quinn. <laughs> ba- boil that down to anyway. Dude. We're going to talk about that. So yes, it's if you're going to uh, search your podcast catcher of choice, you should be looking for an animated discussion DCAU because we are starting with Batman the animated series as is only appropriate. But we will eventually either Caleb and I or so, some mix of humans we will be talking about Batman. Superman, Justice League, Batman Beyond, Justice League Unlimited, Young Justice, Batman Beyond, 
Oh yeah, it's not. It's not DC. I'm not saying no, but it's not DCAU in the way that these are. Like this yeah. is oh, the. Okay. They all exist the, in the, the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Static shock. Yeah, uh, we are oh, never going gosh. to talk about the Zeta project because it's terrible. Are you going to do what, the what, movies what, what, like what, Under the Red Hood? Exactly. Hmm? Yeah. Are you going to do like the movies like Under the Red Hood and the Mask of the Phantasm? Well, Mask of the Phantasm. Also not DCAU in this way. So right. I'm not saying no, but the, like, because this is this is the stuff that starts in 1992 with the Denny, yeah, yeah, Denny, yeah, 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 all that, and My then childhood. they're all actually connected, right? Like that's the thing; okay. they all well, actually mask of the, some a, of them are ba- mask of the phantasm and Mr. Zero and Mystery of the Batwoman, uh, and also uh, also Batman Beyond, but the Joker Returns. The yeah. Joker. Well, if they ever treated the DC movies like they treated the animated, right? Oh, yeah, man. right. We'd actually it'd, have it'd be great. Golden. So we're starting with with it's very exciting because Batman the animated series is. Weird in all the best ways. It's a, it's a freak. There's no way this show would ever get made today. Never, I, ever. I can't ever. believe it got made then. Yes, honestly. Yeah. Um. It's just. It's just. I mean, listen to the podcast for all the details. But we don't do every episode. Uh. We we absolutely hit the cream of the crop. Um. But you'll have five brand new episodes to watch. All of them between twenty and forty minutes. Um. Except for when there are two parters. And search for an animated. An animated discussion of the DCAU. DCAU. There you go. Yeah. So because we, and I had to leave it, I'd rather put Batman in the title, but we had to leave it wide open because there's just no way that we don't go on and talk about yeah. the yeah. rest of it because it all springs from there. There you go. C- Caleb, other Cinematropolis types? Yes, two, two things for the Cinematropolis. Firstly, if you've enjoyed our talk about film today and you're like really wanting to delve a little deeper into the a lot of the films we mentioned today, head on over to the cinematropolis.com. It's a film analysis website. We focus more on long-form essay writing. We do some reviews for new stuff, kind of talk about it a little bit, but we also, um, so, but we go deep dives usually. Right now we're posting weekly content, either video or written. And we also have a podcast you can look up called The Cinematic Schematic uh, that posts once a month. It's a monthly episode. Multiple segment uh we have one that's that is a movie review segment with Laurent chapman uh alexandra bohannon and i have a segment where we just talk about film scores and then the third one's always like a special mystery guest sometimes it's panelists sometimes we get casey twinters a filmmaker here in oklahoma city we, we talk to it rotates all the time it's never um, been me well not yet <laughs> we've only, we've only, had a, we've only <laughs> it's only monthly so yes. i don't have a lot of episodes yeah, but um and we also uh on the cinematropolis uh, one thing we did last month as i mentioned earlier we have a at a pan's labyrinth screening at the tower theater where we went and watched the movie and had a pan uh, a panelist of experts below uh last month we had uh nathan poppy from the oklahoman oh, a dark fiction writer awesome. uh, christopher schultz uh and then we ha- also had uh, a local filmmaker named uh, rogelio uh, almeida jr um and that was great we had a huge turnout i think we had over 100 people show up and then we had about 20 to 30 people stick around for the panel afterwards and we're doing it again this uh actually this coming wednesday uh, that is going to be Wednesday, January 24th. 24th at Doors open at 6 p.m., 6.30. Now, importantly, sorry, the film is There Will Be Blood, which is starring oh, um, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. That is mm-hmm. such uh, a good Daniel movie. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, who just released his new film, Phantom Thread. This is The film is 10 years old this year. Hmm. So we're going to talk. If you want closure, don't watch this film. No. <laughs> if, you want, if you want great milkshake quotes and bowling pins. <laughs> wow. It's ten years old. Yeah, it came out. I can't same, this and so No Country for Old Men were very competitive Oscars that year. Both came out ten years ago. I drank uh, your milkshake. Oh my I drank, gosh! I drank your milkshake. How is it ten years? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Heads or tails. Um, yeah. So we're gonna have uh, again. This is at Tower Theater. That's off of Northwest Twenty uh, Third Street here in Oklahoma City. And uh, our the film's going to the doors open at six. 
show starts at 6.30, $10 a ticket, and uh, the panel is free. So, yeah. uh, And the panelists this time we're, we're going to include, uh, we have a scholar uh, slash theologian named Bobby Griffith. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. And with this film, there's a lot of religious subtext, so I wanted to bring him in there. We also... Um, have a member of the Oklahoma Film Critics Circle, James Cooper, who is the former president of that organization. And then we have, sorry, we have two other panels that I actually just confirmed today. Uh, from Dead Center, we have uh, Sunrise, typically, and I hope I got his name correct on the last name. And then uh, Kevin Eli. Those are two folks from, they're both cool. pro- programmers from Dead Center. Uh, so, yeah, come uh, yeah, come on out. It's going to be a great time. We're gonna have a, it's going to be lots of film, really awesome film, lots of great discussion afterwards. And, uh, yeah, check us out. And you can also follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, at The Cinematrop, and on Instagram, Cinematropolis, or myself on Twitter, at Talk. There we go. Gino, anything going on? Uh, the Oklahoma Ghostbusters just recently yeah. did an event with Make-A-Wish. Uh, we have more events coming up this year. You can find us on the interweb. And also, I forgot to mention my uh, favorite uh, honorable mention of the year. What happened to Monday? Oh, Ooh. my. Which has knew me. I can't ever pronounce her last Rapace. name. Rapace. And she's. Acts with herself on screen in seven, seven different roles. roles. What? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what yeah. happened to Monday was fantastic. I forgot all about that, well but no, movie. well, very, so very well. Done. 2017 was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Numi's yeah, just. Yeah, really was. She's the one I would go marry. And here's here's so. hoping 2018 is just as good. So, thank you guys so <laughs> very much for showing. Just us. as yeah. good in movies. Less of a dumpster fire. Uh, you can Where? find me on Twitter. I've been more active recently. Uh, my handle is Rectageno. That's R-A-K-T-A-G-E-N-O. Yep. It's uh, really just Gino and I exchanging gifts. That's pretty much yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, and it's delightful, so you should tune in. Oh, oh and yeah. Proton, yeah, that. Finished my Proton pack, so it's pretty good. Still got a little more work to do It's pretty neat. Lights out. Uh, I, I learned a lot of Arduino stuff with it, and uh, you know, I, I, all I can say is if, if you like electronics, Arduino is so fun. It's so easy to get into. I mean, you learn coding. You solder many things. So fun. <laughs> solder all the Yeah. Well, thank you so very much, guys. So uh, that's going to have to do it for our show, because we're running way out of time uh there's and a lot going on. i know it's but it's yeah. I, there's a lot to talk we about we had a lot to say uh so that's our show you can find us on our website okigeek.com also on twitter and facebook at okigeek podcast that's also the address for our gmail account would love to hear from you you can also find us on soundcloud stitcher and itunes and the okigeek podcast is brought to you by Oki comics a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Luton XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books. With more locations coming soon, you can find out more at okiecomics.com. And Devin, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me getting my opinions all over the Twitterverse at Wubba. That's Whiskey, Unicorn, Victor, Victor, Alpha. Nikki. You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter and also on the Okie Geek Facebook page. Josh. At Joshua Unruh. There you go. Do, in fact, at me, bro. (laughs) And he's got a lot to say. Oh, and don't forget our Patreon. That's right. And you can also find us at patreon.com slash Okie Geek. We'd love to have you following us there yeah and, and thank you to our patronus yes Patron- uh, patroni <laughs> you, know, you can also find me at kosu michael c be sure and subscribe to the podcast also rate us and leave a comment until next time along with caleb and gino i'm michael cross i'm devin green i'm nikki robinson and i'm joshua unruh reminding you to keep calm and geek on <laughs>